coming to you from PCA 2023. Barry Duplissy here with the Cigar Coop Coalition. Coop getting the scoop over here. Aaron Nielsen contributing as always with some amazing photos of some amazing products that we'll be talking about in just a second. Of course, we got Ben Lee behind the camera as always. And I'm sitting here with the man, the myth, the legend of La Ciudad de Musica himself, Mr. John Huber of Crown Heads. How are you doing, John? Good to see you, Bear. Good to see you. How many how many times have you used that phrase, or, or you will you use that phrase, man, myth, the legend? In this the next three days, you know what? Probably. I, I'm going to take that as a challenge, and this will be the only time. I'm going to hold you to it because I'll watch all of this shit. I, when I, I, get back. I, I believe right. it. Okay, cool. We'll do it. Yes, we'll sir. do it. Good to keep, see you. Keep me accountable, Ben. We're going to get this all done. Right, so. I'm, I'm waiting for like I'm here with Nick Malillo, man, myth the legend. I'm here with Pete Johnson, the man, the myth, the legend. I'm here with Dion Chialito, the man, the myth, the legend. <laughs> Now, now, now I'm going to come up now with you. I'm going to be totally right, conscious of it. I just but, no, your but, no, not at all. I, I, I'll, I'll take that challenge. I'll yeah, run with it. It's all good. It's Absolutely. good to see you, man. It's good to see you, John. Yes, sir. You know, this has been such an incredible year, a year of change, a lot of challenges uh, from the last time that we sat down on this couch. Um, but some amazing and beautiful things have come out of it. Uh, we had the opportunity to speak earlier this year on my show, uh, and it's catapulted what's, I think, going to be a fantastic show for you this week. Um, starting with the fact that uh, the cigar that I lit up, uh, which has been an incredible cigar for you, the Mil Diaz. Mm. Uh, this is the newest size that uh, you all have offering. Um, why Topus. was it so? I'm sorry. It's called Topus. Topus. Why was it so important uh, to continue this? And what was it about this Vitola that attracted you so much during the blending process? Well, we haven't. We started with four sizes originally, right? And that was in September of 2020 when we launched it. We never added a regular production size to the brand. We've done a lot of like LEs. We've done some Marinitos, a couple of Marinitos. Um, and I just thought it was time to ex expand the portfolio a little bit. So I didn't want to just expand it for the sake of expansion. So I was talking to Aradio Pichardo and Aradio was saying, look, this blend translates best in a larger ring gauge, but in a condensed shorter format. So I took those two cues, started looking up some old Cuban sizes and the four and seven eighths by 56 really just kind of hit the mark. And so we started smoking. I'm like, this is a winner. It's easy. So it's, uh, it's based off the Trinidad Topus from Cuba. Same little pigtail head and everything. So it was a, it was a pretty turnkey kind of a thing, actually. You know, I, I mentioned a minute ago at the very beginning of our of our conversation that some changes happened in the, the company earlier this year. We're going to talk about the PCA exclusive that you're offering up, but how special was it to you that Radio Pichardo could continue to make the Mil Diaz for you? Uh, very much. I, I appreciate them very much. You know, it's just uh, there were some changes in that whole infrastructure there, and there were changes for the better, and I was always excited. I never had an issue with working with Aradio. I think he's salt of the earth. I love the guy. And um, it's nice that we can continue forward with Mil Diaz, with Juarez. We've done some new stuff for Juarez for the show as well. Um, Bulls on Parade. I Bulls love the on name. Parade. You get it? Yes. Because I thought I might have aged out. I'm like, people like the younger generation wouldn't know where that name came from. I, lo I, I love it. I thought it was a perfect thought, play on words. It made sense because when we were designing the packaging, the fresh pack, and I saw like... I was like, oh, this is easy. Bulls on parade, you know. So, yeah, it's it's cool. It was a fun project to work on. That's got a new Vitola in it, a little four by fifty-eight called Ferdinand, Ferdinand the Bull. So it all kind of, that came together pretty easily as well. Uh, but took a long time was the actual design of the fresh pack, getting that all sorted out. It, it, Miguel had wanted us to do fresh packs for years, and I said, okay, well, here's a good chance to do it. Let's instead of putting the the packaging into like a box or a cardboard thing, I was like. 
just makes sense. So it's a great value prop. I mean, it really is. So I'm always, excited for that. Always been one of my favorite cigars to grab, Thank especially you. like with the, like you said with the value that it offers to the smoker. But to get a little nerdy, and I know you like to do that as well. Mm. Um, it was really, really. Like a nerdy. Let's talk about my socks. Yeah, let's talk about your socks. What do we got this going is, on? Usually I'll just wear like plain socks, but I, this is my daughter. Actually, this is a Father's Day gift. She, oh, My wife found a place that will make socks with whatever design. My daughter drew that. So I'm wearing these oh. every day at the show, no matter how disgusting that gets for my daughter, AJ. So... That's awesome that she we drew it. We geeked out a little about socks. I don't even no, know a big cool. sock guy, but anyway. I'm, no, I'm a huge sock guy. All right, so let's I'm, talk about I'm geek, cool. let's geek out on cigars. Okay. So, uh, again, can't mention uh, geekiness without your uh, continuous and wonderful contributions and support that you give to the PCA every year. You've uh, delivered on PCA exclusives uh, for the last few years, and this year is no exception. The Le Patissier, mm -hmm. uh, number two. Correct. Um, is for only for retailers that come this week and uh, order straight from the show. Uh, but the nerdy part of this is just how excited we were uh, when you moved the production of Le Patissier to Noxa, a, yes. a new factory for you, a new partnership, and some great tobacco. Uh, I'll let you talk a little bit about this num the number two. Yeah, uh, well, you know, we launched Patissier initially as a PCA exclusive, like a Lonsdale size, was that two years ago? And then last year we released the, the brand as a standalone and it was originally being produced by Radio Pichardo, but I had started the transition of that brand before we even launched it here at the, at the show. Um, Gustavo Cura and I have been friends for, since I, for a long, long time, right? So Gus, who is in charge of Noxa, um, and I didn't know he was. I, this all happened like happenstance. I was on the phone with uh, Willie Herrera, and we were talking about some things I was going through, like in, I was probably February or March of last year, and he says, have you talked to Gus lately? I said, no, what's he doing? He's like, oh, he's, you know, he's still doing with Pro Sonica, but he's also heading up Knox. I'm like, I had no idea. So that's when I called Gus and I told him the situation I was in and would he like to work together. And so um, he opened the door for us and uh, started working with Raul Disla and that whole team over there. And they put it together fairly quickly. So we initially released Patissier as a standalone for a very short amount of time, produced out of Aradio's facility. And then, in short order, we moved everything over to Gustavo. He just gets the best broadleaf. I mean, you can talk to, to Steve about that, Steve Saka. Um, they get an amazing production, uh, amazing tobaccos. Raul's, a, you know, he like literally were bringing, he was bringing blends to me on the show floor last year. Like he flew in, like, here, try this, boom. Um, so we also did a, an LE with them last year called Azul y Oro, which was, was oh, fantastic a fantastic cigar. Fantastic cigar, oh my That's gosh. all credit to Raul. Um, great, great team over there. Uh, everybody from Gustavo to Raul to Ninoska, uh, Joe over in, in Tampa. I mean, just great people to work with. So, uh, Patissier number two is just what it says. It's like the old Monty two, six and eight by 52 torpedo. Um, we don't do a lot of Figurados, so I wanted to do something different. Um, and we changed the colorway on the box and put PCA exclusive to just try to shine a light more on the PCA. And I'm, I couldn't be more excited with how that cigar turned out. It's smoking beautifully. It's fantastic. Last year, I think I hit the, I missed the mark entirely when we did this Fumato in C major. It's a little esoteric, and it was a, it wasn't what our smoker typically gravitates towards. It was a little bit too light. I loved the cigar. I loved the blend. More it of was, a passion project, you'd say. It really was. I wanted to do something completely 
180 from what we normally do, and it didn't work. <laughs> it just didn't. Um, but it's, it was, I was very happy with that cigar. It just didn't really perform the way we thought it would. So now I'm going back to what works, back to the heavier, darker stuff, broadleaf. Um, it's great smoke. It really is. You know, all credit in the world to you, John. You know, you're, you're, we've talked about this before. You're, you're, you're such a creative individual, and you, your creativity spawns from inspiration. Mm -hmm. And so, e even for you to recognize that maybe something didn't work out as the way you wanted it to uh, with this fumato, um, it it catapulted you forward with with going forward with some of these other projects. Not to, I don't want to jump back too far to it, but I thought the Azul de Oro was what was amazing about that. Other than it was just being an incredible cigar. It was it, it was a celebration. It was a it was a um, an, an announcement of sorts of like this is this is another new partnership we have exactly and uh, it's going to spawn a, a different era of crowned heads and I, I just I loved it I thought it was wonderful thank you yeah it was kind of like our announcement to your point that we were working with Gustavo and Raúl and Naxa and that was kind of there's a whole backstory to the the blue and gold and it, it's a true story it ties back to Gus and. He really was instrumental in helping Mike and I get started in the industry back in 2011. Um, he opened the doors and set us up with a lot of meetings in Nicaragua, and, and you know, a lot of a lot of a lot of things happened because of Gus saying, "Hey, I want you to meet these two guys." You know, they used to be with CAO, and now they're doing their own thing, what have you. So yeah, it's uh, it's been fun. It's been fun to have another partner on board for sure. And speaking of amazing partners, uh, we're sitting here in your booth, the Crown Heads booth, uh, but just to our left, just a few feet away, uh, is your longtime uh, partner, yes. uh, Ernesto Perez Carrillo Jr., Correct. and his booth. Um, and uh, some, this partnership has kind of been reignited this year as well. We're going to talk about, um, of course, the cigar you're smoking, but before we get there, the uh, the Mule Kick, the latest edition of the Mule Kick, which is one of my favorite series that you do. Thank you. Um, that's also being done by him as well. Always has, ever since day one in 2012 when we first did Mule Kick, it's always been Ernie. Um, this year is, is different for us in that one, we're releasing it at the show, which we never do, and two, it's the blend has changed for the first time since we started doing Mule Kick. Um, not because I said, hey, let's change the blend, it was because during the validation process, Ernie says, I got one more I want you to look at. Okay. Smoke that I fell in love with, I'm like, yeah, this is, this is hitting on all cylinders, you know? Oh, good. Okay, let's go with that one. I'm like, great. Come to find out, the binder is different, the fillers are different. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's a Dominican binder. Uh, there's some Dominican Piloto Cubano in the filler, which we've never done to that point. Um, Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper, but really a dark, beautiful wrapper. That's what really started that ball rolling last year. He showed me these samples with this wrapper. I'm like, we gotta do something with this wrapper. How much do you have? Do you have enough for a, a one-off project? He goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I said, all right, let's, let's earmark that wrapper for Mule Kick. And then we started playing with the blends and what you see is what came out, basically. So, and that's gonna be shipping if not in July, definitely by August, because cigars have been rolled for, I would say about 60 days. We've already finished production on that. They've been resting, and the boxes took longer, about a month longer than we'd, we'd anticipated, so. When will the Mel Diaz be coming on the shelves this? Same, July slash August. Okay. That's been in production as well. 
What I'm finding out, especially this year, is, is most if there's any delays, it's mostly on the material side, whether it be boxes, rings, uh, bunch ribbons, whatever. It's it's always it's taking a little bit longer, so that's kind of slowed the roll a little bit. But we're still pretty much on on target. To it's not like we're launching something here and then oh we'll ship it in October. It's you know it's gonna be July August for most of the stuff. And uh, I know we've kind of built it up this entire conversation, but let's get to it. I notice your uh, newest ring there. Uh, it's got a wonderful logo uh, for the uh, newest regular production line, the Lavaretta. Lavaretta, yeah. That's that's been a real passion project with Ernesto. We haven't done a uh, regular production brand with Ernie since 2020, Moy de Capa Especial. And I had an idea back in February or March of last year of a specific cigar that I wanted to create with Ernie, which ended up not even being what I had originally anticipated. Um, we worked diligently on the blend. So it started off, the inspiration I wanted was something heavier. We started there and we ended up in a completely different direction. We thought we had finalized the blend like two times, maybe three. November, I had done everything. I had it buttoned up, I had the packaging, everything, and, and literally Ernie just sent me a text that we're gonna start all over again. <laughs> literally. And I said, okay, all right. So we, we started working more on the blend. I changed the packaging a second time and then a third time. And when I say change the packaging, it wasn't a sketch. It was like I had everything production ready. And he's like, nah, I don't think so. I was like, God. But in retrospect, he was absolutely right on point with everything. Like, you know, when, when you have that kind of pedigree, it's like you kind of have to go, okay, I got to listen here. I got to, like, be educated. I can't be just saying my way or the highway. So I really... It's a lot of trust, too. A lot of trust, but there's nobody I trust in this business more than Ernie, to be honest with you, 100%. And um, so I, I really leaned into his advice on this project. And... The, the result was like, I couldn't have been any happier with Lavaretta, how it turned out. Um, everything was exactly above and beyond what I'd anticipated. Um, what really dictated this project in the end was the tobaccos. And that's something like everybody has always told me ever since I've been coming up in this industry, it's like, it's all about the tobaccos. So it's gonna depend on the tobacco, the tobacco, the tobacco. So I really got into that, went down that rabbit hole, but the, the tobaccos and the aging, and I'm like, okay, let's talk specifically about, I didn't want to talk about the color of the paint job on the car, I wanted to talk about the engine, right? So that's why I'm not talking a lot about where the name came from or any of that crap. I was like, okay, the wrapper, Nicaraguan, Jalapa, shade grown, aged minimum of four years, binder, Jalapa, fillers, aged a minimum of three years. So it's all this patience and passion project that we really worked on to create the ultimate blend that we, we wanted to present. And it was worth it. It was worth all the, the work and the changes and the turns and the twists. And uh, I couldn't be happier with it. I wish Ernie was here right now, but he stayed back uh, for some family reasons. But um, what's been neat about this is that their camp has been as invested in this emotionally as, as we were. Like, they really want to see Lavaretta succeed. They're very proud of it. Ernie even gave me a quote for the press release where he's like, I wish it was one of our brands. You know, but I'm happy that you guys have it because the blend is that good. You mentioned a lot about the blend. There's some unique tobaccos for sure. And yeah. like you mentioned, the patience and everything. Well, almost, almost on point there. When can we expect to see it on the shelf? Uh, we're probably looking at 
early August, I would say. Also pretty relatively yeah. soon. Yeah, the boxes, again, cigars have been long produced. Um, these cigars are all that we're smoking now have been aged a minimum of 90 days. So those those time periods I gave you like four years for the wrapper, three years for the binders, that's before they even start working with the, the, the tobacco. And then they'll roll them, age them. We only have seven pairs rolling these. We've, we've taken the seven best pairs for La Barretta. Um, you know, and we've actually asked them to make less intentionally, like just focus on making the best QC that we possibly can. So we're not trying to like flood the market with this product by any stretch of the imagination. In fact, there's probably going to be a finite number of doors that get the first run. Okay. And then we'll, as the production increases, as the tobaccos become more ready, then we'll expand that a little bit more. But it's not like we're trying to sell thousands of boxes and you know here this guy wants two this guy no it's a very specific structure to this yeah. um and it's going to be a slow rollout on this one for sure very special blend very special yeah. tobaccos what's the uh, msrp on these cigars it's going to run from roughly 18 to 21 per cigar this is a this is a new era for crown this Hits. is a this is a different lane for us for sure i mean you it's kind of funny we, we've got bulls on parade a five pack that's like 30 dollars and then you've got a, the largest size of Veretta can retail the close tickling close to 500 for the box. So we got soup to nuts, yin to yang kind of thing. But yeah, it is definitely a different lane for us, but it's a justifiable lane because when you have to have that product and that 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 tobacco resting in city, you, there's a financial expense yeah, that's incurred for sure. So yeah, it's it's different for us. But I mean, it's funny because when we were playing with the prices and everything we're like we were kind of like wow is this too much for crowned heads you know like everybody's coming out with that price range now it feels like it feels like that's almost a new norm i hate to say but well if that's what the cigar dictates though right you know and i think it's also shows the the the, the growth of your brand in a way like you said if you offer something from for for everyone right um then you know you know, not to be too over the top here, but you truly are a brand of the people at that point. We try to have a, you know, a seat for every ass or whatever that, you know what I mean? It's <laughs> yeah, like, so we've say. got a value prop with Juarez. We've got a luxury lane with La Barretta. Flavor-wise, palette-wise, you got everything from like, you know, we still have Luminosa in production, so that's the mild to medium, all the way to a full body La, La Imperiosa or things of that nature. So. Yeah, I mean, we never really just put something out because we're going to put it out. It's, it's got to fill a, a space, a void, a lane, so to speak. So I'm, I'm super excited about this cigar. I really am. Um, and, you know, if we do it right and we can organically build it and then not be too rush the distribution too much, you know, there's some, some room to expand the, the Veretta brand in the years to come. Terrific. Well, we'll be excited to hear that in years to come. Thank you. So, uh, John, thank you so much. We know how incredibly busy this week is for you. Yes. We really appreciate the time. It's just like one of the things I look forward to is just seeing old friends and reconnecting with people. And that's that's the, the joy for this show. I don't write one order out here. So it's just it's fun to see you guys and talk and get, get reacquainted, what have you. So Absolutely. Well, we greatly thank, appreciate it, John. Thanks for taking the time. Absolutely. All right, Bear. John Huber, everybody. Crowned Head Cigars. See you guys.